it seems like the media classes, as well as some elites and some uh, non-governmental organizations, have been pushing to lock us down again. And I wanted to have a look at some of the media reporting on this, because it seems like they're trying to get a sort of uh, a litmus test for how it's going to go down and if they can get away with it again. And one has to wonder, why would they need to do it? Because it's relatively clear now from a lot of the data that these lockdowns didn't really do very much to help people. In fact, they did a lot to harm people, in my opinion, and in the opinion of many data analysts now, which is refreshing. I thought that this would kind of get buried, but apparently it hasn't. I have seen people talking about the effects done to sort of, in America, middle-aged school children. Mm-hmm. Uh, for, sorry, middle-aged middle, school mi- Middle school They're getting channel migrants children. as well. <laughs> <laughs> no, they're getting southern border crossings. That's true. Yeah. Uh, middle school-aged children mm-hmm. uh, across in America and the similar-aged children over here is we're only just beginning to see the sort of effect that that kind of social isolation is oh, going yeah. to have had on them. Just look at the people who've um, had their operations for cancer and heart disease delayed. I mean, the government's literally choosing who gets to live and die in, in, previously in the lockdowns. And I don't think any government should have that power at all. I think it's evil. I think it's wrong. It's one of the worst things that's ever been done to me and other people on, by the government. And I think that it's, it should be resisted at all, um, all costs. points. Yeah, at all costs, yeah. And I know that's not controversial on Lotus Eaters. I think we all think that. We all hate the government here. Oh, yes. I'm glad to hear it. Oh, it warms my heart. But let's have a look at some of the news, shall we? Because there is a new COVID variant. I thought COVID was now irrelevant. Everyone is basically living as they did before the pandemic, as if nothing had happened. You see the odd freak with a mask on. Right. What are we allowed to say? Um, We can't say anything to do with the painful um, part of this escapade, but the lockdowns were allowed. As in the thing that would be a, a slight prick in the arm, shall we say? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so in that case, I can say it. Uh, what I'm going to say, which is that COVID was pathetic as a disease, as a world-altering disease. It was no more than a sneeze. Very poetic. Mm. Nice little uh, Dr. Seuss-esque rhyme there. Yeah, it was... It was As a disease, it's no bad as a sneeze. It was weak. It was pathetic. It was the common cold, especially <laughs> as it... Continu- You're talking in, in Shakespearean rhyme. You need to be dressed as like a bard with a lute. <laughs> We, I can go grab the acoustic guitar if you'd like, but I don't think people at home would be too impressed with that. Uh, they don't, they're not interested in hearing Wonderwall right now. I don't play that. No, um, it was the common cold. Mm-hmm. That's what it was. And especially as the variations developed and mm-hmm. we got to things, what was it, Omicron? Yes. By the end, it was far less likely to kill you than just the seasonal flu was. Mm-hmm. And I, it already was, I think. I'm obviously no virologist, but from the virologist I've spoke to, they've explained to me that when a virus, um, you know, an optimal state for a virus is that it's non-lethal. If it kills its host, it's interfering with its ability to infect other people. So it wants to be as non-lethal as possible whilst being as infectious as possible. And that's kind of what we saw with um, COVID, really, is that it became more and more transmissible, supposedly, if the data is to be believed, um, whilst becoming less and less severe. I've not had it either. And uh, even when I did have it, I just played video games and actually quite enjoyed my time off. Yeah, it wasn't the end of the world for me. I mean, we are men in our 20s as well. So I think that we're probably... Well, that's another aspect of it, wasn't it? I think if you were below the age of 50, the chances of actually having any major repercussions if you didn't have some very serious comorbidities mm-hmm. was less than 0.1%. Mm-hmm. Yeah, my, my parents had it and they were fine. And this is what the entire world was shut down for. 
I know. And um, these uh, Here we go again. these are um, variants that are supposedly related or like splintered off of Omicron, which was known for being relatively mild, this sort of cold-esque symptoms. And oh, yeah, uh, no. they also acknowledge it's never going away. And, and so if it's never going away, what do you do with something? If, if it's inevitable, uh, you, you know. Learn to live with it. Ah, oh, what a revelation. I know. Just like we learn to live with the common cold. Mm-hmm. And uh, here we have, um, there's another variant again. This is another Omicron-related one, the BA6. That one was, uh, what was it again? Um, Eris, whatever that is. Iris. Um, Iris. Old, dainty Iris. <laughs> um, so probably already in the US, experts warn amid calls for masks to return. And here it comes. First comes the masks, then comes the lockdowns, doesn't it? Yep. And uh, yeah, I'm, I'm not going to wear a mask. I'm not going to be locked down. I'm happy to say that if the government tried to lock me down, I would happily break the law and out of principle, you know, publicly say, I'm not doing this. Like th there comes a point where going you've just got to be willing. Legal. You've just got to be willing to be arrested at that point. If you're going to infringe on my civil liberties to that extent where you're locking me down for something that isn't even as severe as the flu, food poisoning, a cold, at least in my case, like when I had COVID, I've had some a common bad colds, colds was worse, yeah. COVID was nowhere near as bad as the worst colds I've had. Mm -hmm. And supposedly the amount of... Don't the take COVID that as an invitation. <laughs> supposedly people will say, well, the amount of the virus you, you took in would be very small, but then of course that gives you natural immunity. So should we be microdosing COVID? <laughs> should we just be doing some lines of COVID? I, d I don't know. It Feel I free to try it at home if you'd like. <laughs> no, don't, don't deliberately make yourself ill. <laughs> that is bad That was advice. a joke. Mm -hmm. So, yes, here we've got the mirror, which, of course, is a bastion of good journalism. Uh, that's, of course, sarcasm. Uh, new ultra-mutated COVID variant dubbed the real deal may already be in the UK, experts warn. Just dubbed trying to scare. by who? By Susan Mitchie? We'll be getting on to her Oh, soon. and you should be popping up somewhere. Yeah, call me Susan. Um, but yes, they're already trying to scare people. And obviously the media may well just be doing it for clicks because fear sells, doesn't it? So they might, you know, there's, there's an argument to say that they might not be trying to engineer this. Um, if you, I mean, Susan Mitchie, when she comes up, she's probably just trying to salvage what little of a career she has left, right? Well, these she has a, a better career than oh, she had okay. before. These sorts of outrage merchants and these sorts of fear mongers, their entire livelihood depends on there being something to get terrified about. Yes, and... Here is another one. Urgent COVID warning as experts call for public to wear masks again due to worrying new variants. This is the Irish mirror. So they're really pushing this urgency. You need to be afraid. It's basically conditioning people to be terrified. People without... Break out the face nappies. Yeah. I don't like that term. It's... <laughs> you just call them masks. Yeah, but it's showing... It, it, it's... It says it is how a comfort ridiculous blanket. it is, right? I like comfort blanket because it's like, oh, you need, you need comforting. Oh, face nappy is just like, I don't know. There's something vulgar about it. No, it does because it. you know that anyone who wears them is going to be full of... Yes, full of S. Yeah, and spewing I mean, I agree too. with the sentiment. It's just the sort of aesthetic of the words, I think. It's kind of gross. But um, here's another one as well. New COVID wave has begun and masks should be worn again. Scientists warn. Whenever you hear the word scientists... It's like all scientists, is it? Some scientists? A scientist? You don't really specify. I mean, a single... most, most of the time it'll be on a paper signed by a load of scientists, there was one contingency that was the worst case scenario. Mm -hmm. Says that, oh my God, everything's going to end. 
normally they just find some raving lunatic. Um, <laughs> but it's in the independent I've not sage. Heard any this on time. your door recently. Hey, I'm a raving lunatic in the other direction. Oh, okay, that's all right. I'm our lunatic. And that's why we, he's very well kept. I don't know about that. Um, here we have uh, GB News pointing out that new COVID variant leads scientists to demanding rules from lockdown reimposed on Britain. So here it is. Um, some of the scientists um, did say that, yes, this probably isn't necessary. There isn't this sort of silencing of dissenters that there was before, but there is a softer push, which perhaps makes it all the more sneaky that, you know, this thing can be kind of slid under the, the door. This time the government's going to ask really politely for you to stay at home. Are you <laughs> sure you don't want to stay at home? I mean, we've got the police here. They're going to kick you if you don't stay indoors. But are you sure, please? I don't think even the police really wanted to enforce these things because most of uh, the police forces, I think, um, oh, John's done something. Uh, a, de- a virus so deadly, it's virtually undetectable. Um, it says, new COVID variant leads scientists demanding rules from lockdown reimposed on Britain. And it says, an expert was worried that it was going undetected in some countries, which is a good point. Well done, John. Yep, that thank you. If it's going undetected, it means there's nothing to worry about. I mean... If you don't even know that you have it and there's no chance of it killing you or affecting your quality of life in any way, positive or negative, are you, is it even really a disease at that point? I mean, yeah, that works for diseases, less so for like nuclear radiation. I mean... The principle in Yeah, but the nuclear radiation is going to kill you eventually or affect the quality of life. I I added the qualifiers, Josh. Don't (laughs) misrepresent me. I wasn't trying to. Just unintentionally doing it. Oh, my notes have been moved. Um so oh Oh, here we go. Oh, what's going on? Technical difficulties. It is indeed. And now I've lost my mouse. Someone get Paul Gilbert. Oh, it's up on the screen. Here we go. (laughs) So (laughs) talking of uh communist scum. Uh, Susan Mitchie, um, who was dubbed Stalin's nanny. <laughs> well done, Daily Mail. That's great. Who did that? Was that, a, was that a Clarkson line? I don't know. Um, wanted face masks and social distancing forever is given top job at the World Health Organization. So she is the, the head of an advisory board at the World Health Organization. Who are the, the main people who encourage countries to implement these policies? So she dark. wants everyone to be locked down permanently forever because she's a communist and even within the Communist Party of Britain she was known as being an extremist. Wasn't she a massive tanky? Yes. So yes, she is basically as evil as it gets and uh, it's very rare for me to use the term evil but I reserve it for people like this. And um, yes, the Telegraph as well. British professor who is member of the Communist Party appointed as chair of um, World Health Organization advisory group. So Double corroboration here. Yes, she is going to be the one in charge, more or less, of this is the world the world's pandemic response. And she wants to lock everyone down. This is the patronizing smile of the evil witch mm-hmm. that ruins your life for your own good. She what she should have done is she should have auditioned for, you know, at the start of Macbeth, you've got the witches at the start. Oh, yeah. That's more her up her street, I think. On an uh, entirely, definitely unrelated note, here is uh, Bo's Epochs, 119, The Fall of Rome. There's no connection whatsoever to uh, what we were just talking about. Absolutely not. Um, but here they talk about how Rome fell and uh, some of the reasons why it happened. And we've both plugged this one now this weekend because we have. we're both hoping for the collapse, it seems. Yes, but for very different reasons. I just want to go feral in the woods. 
returning. I, I to too. My roots. I said last time I want to go ch full chieftain. You, we can collaborate. We can have a tribal there we sort go. of pact if you want. Works for me. All right. Glad we got that sorted <laughs> in the middle of this segment. <laughs> <laughs> so here we have uh, Matt Hancock, another. Um, I can't say that, or Carl will tell me off. Begins with. Uh, it's Sound, a rude word. It, it rhymes with brunt. Yes. Um, Britain must prepare for harder lockdowns, says Matt Hancock. And this was only at the end of June. So we've been long since out of it. He's, he's saying that. What, is Matt preparing for another affair? <laughs> he just wants to get laid again, doesn't he? That's what's going on. <laughs> he only gets laid once per lockdown. So if he he's locks just, the he's entire, had his fingers crossed. <laughs> if he locks the entire country down and is the only person able to move about, he is the only available option for, <laughs> for women. <laughs> Don't be... It's like they're pigeons and he's something shiny. They just can't help themselves. They're looking for something and he's the only thing there. Don't be put off the allure of a government incel wanting to get laid. I think it's a motivation for many an incel. I mean, policy. with a hairline like that, how could anybody resist? I do feel very sorry for his wife as well. I mean, he had a wife and children. Yeah. What a monster. As well as locking down the country, of course, which is also very monstrous. So... um. This is a phenomenon that I noticed recently as well. In the past couple of months, this is all the way back in January of 2021, but there are lots of articles like this. Is it all right to enjoy lockdowns? And I find that quite frustrating because you know you can put up with the imposition of lockdowns and have a good time despite of it, but to enjoy being locked down into your own home, there's got to be something wrong with you. I, th I think for a lot of people, if this is reflective of any mindset, it was the idea of, not having to engage in any social responsibilities whatsoever. Well, then you're a pathetic excuse for a human being because that's what human <laughs> beings do. That's we literally, are a, literally a social animal. You failed as a human being if you feel like that. Listen, I can understand for the, what was it, two weeks to stop the, stop the spread. I can understand. I enjoyed those two weeks at first as well because I thought it would be like a little mini break from everything where all I need to do is eat biscuits and play video games. But then after the two weeks and it keeps going on, keeps going on, keeps going on. You do kind of want to see your friends. If you've got friends, this person probably didn't. Um, and you do want to socialize and see family and just mm -hmm. go outside. Video games can't sustain you for all of time. And if you are of the temperament where they can, maybe go outside. <laughs> I say credit to you. <laughs> I, well, I'm just I am partially be describing you. I mean, hey. I'm being very mean to you this segment. I'm sorry. That's all right. Um, I'll forgive you, just about. When we get off camera later, I'll beat you up. So. That's all right, okay. Uh, <laughs> just agreed to it. Look at that, cuck. <laughs> <laughs> you got me, boys. I did. Um, it's so over. I forgot what I was going to say now. Yeah, I, it, when it f first happened, the, the very first lockdown, I was doing my master's dissertation, and so I was rather selfishly thinking, ha you'll get shut in like I have to do because I've got to do lots of work. I can't even leave because I've got so much to do. But then I, it soon went away and I was just like, actually, yeah, I'm not going to be spiteful anymore. This is kind of horrible. But there are lots more. So this one is from March, I think. Turns out we're all thinking it. Here's how many of us miss lockdown life. Here is CNN. This is from June of 2020. Hating lockdown. A third Brits have actually enjoyed it. So this is trying to push this narrative. Obviously, this is from before, but there have been recent ones as well, like that um, Huffington Post one. And here we have the Daily Mail. This is from April of this year. We miss lockdown. Nostalgia for 2020 sweeps TikTok as Gen Zers insist the pandemic was their best year ever and welcome a break from reality. 
Why should anyone listen to them? Gen Z, the most idiotic generation <laughs> to ever live so far. A nostalgic for the year. I don't know. They boomers do... probably number one for me. They're kind of tied, aren't I, they? I respect Gen Z as more than boomers. But still, Gen Z, who are spiritually idiotic, missed the one year where they, as it says here, had a break from reality. Congratulations. You're all things I can't say. <laughs> Silly. Very silly, very, very silly people. <laughs> and also, this is a TikTok trend. It's not going to be reflective of everybody. Just, no. because, just because the Chinese spy app pushes it on you as part of the algorithm doesn't mean that everybody feels the same way. No. And um, it is worth mentioning as well that there are mainstream outlets that have been running very different stories as well. The true cost of lockdowns, negligible health benefits for the biggest assault on peacetime liberty. Um, well done, Telegraph, for running a headline like that. Imagine Still this being... Takes. It is, yes. Um, but also, imagine this running two years ago and how much respect they would have earned from doing that. I mean, they're a bit late to the party, but I mean, I can't blame you. Maybe the individuals who wrote this were saying it all along. I, I haven't done the digging to, to warrant that, but fair enough. It's still welcome to see it. And untruth after untruth was peddled to justify the great lockdown disaster. Again, another mainstream outlet saying this sort of thing. And finally... Britain may well repeat its lockdown blunder sooner than anyone thinks. And this is from March of 2023. And this is talking about the potential for them doing it again. You know, they've, they've broken the seal, so to speak. And now they know that people will go along with this sort of thing. And I think that they will try and do it. Climate lockdowns is another potential. But I think they're trying to kind of get a feel of the room through floating all of this COVID stuff. I would, I would hope to think that after what happened last time that most people wouldn't be as willing to go, go along with it, but mm -hmm. only time will tell. I will be on the streets immediately if they announce anything like that. I'm not going to put up with it. And Josh is going to start camping explicitly to disobey orders from the government. <laughs> Me? Disobey orders from the government? I would never do that. Oh, I never, never break the law. Oh, what a cook. You're really putting me in a difficult position here, aren't you? <laughs> but my, my point being here that, yes, it seems like these sorts of things are being pushed and it's worthwhile being aware of them because I think that because of the lukewarm way they're doing it, it's kind of touchy-feely, seeing if they can sound out public opinion, this can be pushed back on. And if we just forcefully say, no, we're not doing this, any, and in fact, I would like to see people being held accountable for the lockdowns. I want to see arrests. I want to see public trials. Uh, the, the rather controversial phrase Nuremberg 2.0 I want all of that and uh, yes that's what we should be doing we shouldn't be saying no to lockdowns we should be going after the people who engineered them in the first place Susan Mitchie Matt Hancock in Britain um, Fauci lots and lots of people out there with names faces that should be prosecuted for what they did to us Boris Johnson too Thanks for watching this segment from the podcast of the Lotus Eaters. I really hope you enjoyed it. If you feel like supporting the work that we do here, then you can visit our merch store at merch.lotuseaters.com where you can buy a mug, a hoodie, or any of the other products that we offer. If you're interested in catching up with everything that we're up to on a day-to-day -day basis, you can also follow our social media at Twitter at lotuseaters underscore com and also on Getter at the same at. Thank you and goodbye.